Hello, 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 and welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I am your host, Hiram Roche, and I am here to be able to have a conversation with you that will help to be able to help you to focus on the greatness that's within you. I want to thank everyone that is on right now. Can you do me a favor? Make sure that you are share, that you share this with at least two of your friends or family members, like as well as follow. And for those that are watching uh, right now, also on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe if you have not already. I am so very excited about tonight's conversation and um, want to make sure that everyone that you can to be a part, get them to be a part of this conversation, and we'll be able to notify them by making sure that you are sharing um, this context. One of the other things that I want to do is take out the time to say thank you. I want to thank those that have been financially supporting the Focus on Greatness podcast and being able to donate and do different things like that. It is truly helping to develop and to be able to do some new things that we'll be able to do for the future. I also want to give you an opportunity, those that are on right now, that are watching live, also those that are listening on all the uh, podcast platforms. I want to give you an opportunity also to be able to be a part of the team and to be able to support what is going on and what God is doing right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. So you can be able to do it by two different ways. The first way you can do it is by cash app. And that's going to be by dollar sign focus on greatness. Again, that's going to be dollar sign focus on greatness. And greatness is spelled G-R-E-A-T-N-S. So again, that is going to be focus on G-R-E-A-N, I mean T-N-S. So we're going to be focused on greatness. And then the second way that you can be able to do it is by Vimo. And on Vimo, you can do it by the at sign focus on greatness. And that's fully spelled out. Again, it's the at sign at focus on greatness. I see some more people coming on and some more people commenting. Um, thank you for uh, coming on. And again, as you come on, do me a favor, make sure that you are sharing, make sure that you are liking, show me some love with some hearts, um, as well as make sure that you are following what God is doing right here on this podcast platform. I want to take the time out and kind of give a shout out to to uh, someone that actually left a comment on the app on my Apple Podcast on the Apple Podcast platform for the focus on greatness. And so I want to say thank you. I'm going to actually try to just spell this out because I don't know um, it, how to be able to say this name. Otherwise, it's R K S B O I. I want to say thank you for being able to comment on this, um, allowing me to be able to one see how this is helping and impacting you. And as a result, I know also it will help other people to be able to see what God is doing on this platform. And so for all those that are listening, as well as for those that are watching, you can be able to um, not only follow me on these different platforms, but I want to make sure that you are also, you're commenting. You can comment on the Apple Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, all the podcasting platforms as you are following me so that not only I can be able to know and see what and how this is impacting your life, but then it does something for other people as they are able to come on and check out the podcast, they are seeing that this is effective. This is helping people to be able to do exactly what I am called to be able to do. And 
that is to help people to grow and to help them to focus on this greatness that's within them. So again, I say thank you for for that portion. I want to also take the time out and really give this uh, this this new season that we're in. This is season four. We're on episode 20. I was talking to my wife about this this morning, uh, and we both were just blown away by how the time has kind of went by. And so I'm excited that I have been entrusted with this opportunity, that um, this opportunity to be able to have you as a listener, to be able to listen in and to hear what I have to say and, and know that it's going to help you in the journey and the placement and helping you to this pro to, for your life and everything that you're trying to do. And so I want to say thank you for you to as the listeners for continually being supportive and supporting what is happening right here on this podcast platform. Now, tonight we are starting a new conversation entitled, uh, really the theme of these this season is going to be entitled, I've Got Something in My Eye. I'm telling you, this is going to be an awesome conversation that we're going to have because I believe it's going to deal with some things that we all have talked about, we've all heard conversations about, but it's going to, I believe, give clarity to some things within us. One of the things that we always hear here is this major statement is don't, you know, only God can judge me. Or, you know, we look at this context of judgment, being judging, um, uh, being judged, look at hypocrisy and all of these different things. And that is what we're going to start the conversation on tonight. And so before we transition and dive deep into that, I want you to do me a favor again, Make sure that you are sharing, make sure that you are liking, and we will start the conversation right after this commercial. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing. With Anchor, I found that. I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. For those that are viewing, you will be able to see that I have on this God Plus Squad hoodie. And for those that do not know, the God Plus Squad is 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 a clothing line, is a part of a clothing line by this by the Salt Society. And so, for those that are listening in, you can be able to go and get your items by the Salt Society dot. 
Co. The Salt Society. Co. It's a beautiful clothing line that is a family-owned business that is able to be able to provide the needs in reference to from your um, urban urban wear in reference to your t-shirts and your hoodies, sweat clothes, and things of those natures, as well as your your casual wear. And so you can be able to go again to www.thesaltsociety.co and be able to get yours right now. We actually have um, there's a discounted um, rate for first time buyers for 10%. So if you have not already been on, please make sure that you go and get your gear, your God plus squad gear. All right. So tonight, for those that have uh, that are just coming on or just being able to listen tonight, we are starting a conversation entitled or in this in this season of in, uh, being entitled, I've got something in my eye. Now, this is a conversation really that end up happening or coming out um, doing or during my Bible study time, my devotional time. And one of the things that end up happening is God started to deal with me about this context. And so we're going to go ahead and dive right into it, because what I want to make sure is that we have the time to bring this thing out on tonight. So we're going to be looking into a verse of scripture in Matthew's chapter seven. We're going to read a couple verses of scripture, then I'll explain um, what is going on. And before I do that again, make sure that you are sharing, that you like this video as make sure also that you are all always following what we're doing here. And so let's go ahead and dive right in to this conversation. So in Matthew's chapter seven, we're going to start at the first verse. We're going to start at the first verse and we're going to read from verses one to verses five. I want to read this in the Passion Translation, uh, which will help us to, I believe, give us a clearer, more simplistic uh, way of being able to understand this passage of scripture. So again, in Matthew chapter seven, verses one through five, in the Passion Translation, this is what it says. Refuse to be a critic full of bias towards others, and judgment will not be passed on you. For you'll be judged by the same standard that you've used to judge others. The measurement you use on them will be used on you. Why would you focus on the flaw in someone else's life and yet fail to notice the glaring flaws of your own? How could you how could you say to your friend, let me show you where you're wrong when you're guilty of even more? You're being hypocritical and a hypocrite. First, acknowledge your own blind spots and deal with them. And then you'll be capable of dealing with the blind spots of your friends. Now, what we're going to focus in on tonight is verses five. And I actually want to go ahead and also read this verses five specifically in the King James version, because it helps us again. That was clear in the Passion Translation, but I just want to read this part now in the uh, King James version. And this is what it says. It says, thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shall thou see clearly to cast out the molt out of thy brother's eye. Now, again, this is going to be a very good conversation because one of the things this this does is it it 
it's something that a lot of people deal with or communicate about or talk about because they 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 deal with this aspect of not wanting to be judged. In this passage of scripture, one of the things that Jesus does is if we read from Matthew chapter 5, chapter 6, and chapter 7, what we see in those chapters is Jesus is doing something where he is now um, in chapter 5, We in the entry of chapter 5, he sits down and he's talking with his disciples and those that have now congregated around him. In these three chapters, we look at these, or we have these three chapters have been known to be the conversation or Jesus' first teaching, which is which is known as being the Sermon on the Mount. And in this sermon, one of the things I believe that Jesus is doing is helping us to understand the right thought process or the right way of living this thing through the kingdom concept. So he starts in chapter five, where he's giving out the this concept of what some known as the Beatitudes and dealing with this context of us being salt and us being light. In chapter six, he then starts doing this thing where he's comparing what people have been taught there and what we are being, what we should be taught. He's comparing this context. He makes these statements like, for example, um, have it not been said, you know, had you not heard this before, had you not been taught this before? He makes these different comparisons because what he's doing is he's fixing the way we look at these different topics and these different things in comparison to how it actually should be when it comes in reference to the kingdom. But in chapter seven, he enters in in chapter seven with this conversation. He's talking also dealing with people of this religious type mindset that then at that season and time, one of the things that they used to do is they would be very judgmental on people because they felt that they were more righteous, more, um, more, more better in, in this form. They were better than these other people because of their position, because of their ranking, because of their relate their 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 spiritual context of how they kept laws, all of these different things. And so what Jesus is now dealing with is he's dealing with this thought process of wrong judgment. I'll say it that way, of wrong judgment and dealing with this mindset of how these people are doing this is co- incorrect. But I wanted to start in verses five because verse five, let's look at it again, verse five, makes this statement, specific statement that I believe is very important. This is why we should start where we're starting. In verses five, this is what it says in the Passion Translation, again of Matthew chapter seven, verses five. It says, you're being hypocritical and a hypocrite. First, acknowledge your own blind spots and deal with them, and then you're capable of dealing with the blind spot of your friend. I want us to see this. One of the things I want us to see is that what he's not saying is that I don't want you to deal and help your brother. He's not saying, I don't want you to deal with this scenario that's going on in your friend. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is the reason why you are judging incorrectly is because you can't see clearly. 
I'm going to say it one more time. The reason why you are judging incorrectly is because you can't see clearly. We're going to deal with that on another podcast, but I promise you, this is what he's saying. He's saying, because you cannot see clearly because of your own flaws, because of your own things, there's things that st- that is clogging your eyesight, that they're with these things that are that are messing with your clarity. This is why he's saying you've been doing this the wrong way. But what he says is, which makes this the first portion of this conversation, he says, but first, first, let's deal with your own stuff. In the King James Version, he says the same thing. He says, first, cast out the beam out of thine own eye. What is he saying? Let's deal with your stuff first. Now, when I was listening to this or reading this context, what ended up happening with me is I started to get convicted because what I start to realize and see is there were areas in my life where I was doing the same thing. I was judging people based upon uh, you know, what I was seeing in them. But a lot of what I realized is I was judging people based upon what I saw in them, but was not looking or examining what was wrong in me. Some of the things even, which is, wow, some of the things that I was looking at that I was judging people on or or making statements on were things that I was currently struggling with that, you know, it some of it was not like, you know, no major crazy, you know, things, but it was things that I was still struggling with. We all have our struggles. The question that I ask myself is if Jesus in this moment is saying that the first thing that we need to do is acknowledge and look at our own wrong. The thing that I looked at myself is I said, man, this is this is a deep conversation. Because now what this means is I have to start taking my eyes off of other people. I have to start, stop looking and examining and trying to find flaws in other people. And I have to take the time to actually look at me. Now, I know this is a hard conversation. I know that this is sometimes difficult because we will be better off. We are better and and more sophisticated in some form. We, We become stronger in looking at the wrongs of other people, but looking and taking time to examine where we where we are messing up, where our own flaws is sometimes is very difficult for us to be able to do it. But Jesus says, if you want to be able to help your brother correctly, then the way that you're able to do that is you have to take the time to deal with the thing that's in your own eye. You have to take the time to deal with the flaw, the thing, the struggle that you're dealing with. So when I started to look at this for me, I said, wait a minute, man, this is messing me up because again, I have my own struggles. I have things that I'm dealing with, but I've been looking and judging other people and not focusing on making me better. Not, not dealing with the things that I've been that I've been hiding away or tucking away in corners or or just not trying to acknowledge altogether or for whatever reason cannot see. And, and, and Jesus is saying, but this is the problem. The problem has been you people are not looking at themselves. People are not examining themselves. But what they are doing is they're examining other people. They're they're judging other people. They're 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 making other people into these things and judging and making them feel bad and making them feel wrong. But they're not taking the time to be able to look and deal 
within them own selves. I wonder why Jesus felt the need in his conversation to focus specifically on this part. Surely in this moment, because of the conversation of the people, the group of people that he's communicating with, he's communicating with religious people. He's communicating with people that that in our time, we would say people that are going to church, people people that say that they believe. He's, he's communicating and talking to these type of people in this setting. And he's saying, the way you've been doing this is wrong. The way you've been judging your brother and your sister is incorrect. And I, and I recognize that, that this is one of the reasons why we are offending so many of our brothers and sisters. This is the reason why we have so many of people that are that 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 are timid in reference to coming to the church, not to the building, but to the relationship with God, because we have been judgmental. We have been in this context, which we hear a lot where we hear people that don't come to church or don't believe in God for whatever purpose and reason. Sometimes their conversation is, well, why would I do that? Y'all hypocritical. You do one thing and you, you do another thing. It's like they're recognizing something in some essence. They're looking at something that I think we all should be looking at. The reason why they're saying we're hypocritical is because of what Jesus is saying here. We are not first dealing with us. We're automatically looking at and trying to judge and say what's wrong in someone else's life and some um, someone else's situation. But Jesus is saying here, what I'm trying to do is get you to focus and focus in on you. I think there's a passage of scripture where it talks about this statement where he says that after you have now got yourself together, after you have now been strengthened within yourself, after you've gotten over this thing and now you've gained the strength because you've you've been victorious over the thing that you were struggling with or dealing with, after you've done with that, then go and now help your brothers and your sisters. Now go help in someone else. But what we do is we go and look and deal with the people. And Jesus is saying, no, that's not the way that this operates. You have to first deal with what you are struggling with. So let me ask you a question. Can you see your own problem? Can you see the struggles that you have? Can you see the things that might be hindering your clarity of vision to be able to see correctly? Let me, let me ask another question. If you were going to a doctor and you needed some medical help, you needed him to cut something out of you, for example, you, you needed something, a transplant or, or whatever that might be, you need this surgeon to now come in and cut you open. How would you want his vision to be? Would you want his vision to be blurry? Or would you want him to have clear vision because of how important it would be to make sure that he can see correctly where he is cutting, what he needs to pull out? It's the same exact thing. We are trying to do surgery on people with blurry vision. You, if you walked in the office and with your own physician, your own doctor, and you noticed that your doctor could not see clearly, was but was about to take you into surgery and open you up, 
you would say, no. Why? No, I need you to fix that problem first. I don't know. It looked like you can't see. And this is the same cry that we're hearing. They said, no, you can't help me because you're not seeing clearly. And so what we would recommend for that doctor is, hey, go deal with those eyes first. Go get your vision straight. And after you get your vision straight, then you can come and do somebody else, not on me, but you can go and, and cut somebody else. Why? Because we understand that you, we, we need him, the person that is touching me, that's touching my heart, that's touching the, the, the place that is sensitive to me, the, the struggle that I'm going through, that the person that's speaking into this, I need you to have a clear vision. I need you to be able to see this clearly. And the only way that you're going to see this clearly and be able to effectively help me is you have to deal with the thing that's in your own eye. You have to deal with the thing that you're struggling with. Now, I know somebody is probably saying, now, listen, you know, Hiram, I, I hear what you're saying, but uh, but man, it, and that sounds very difficult. That sounds time consuming. I'll probably never be able to help anybody. No, I want you to hear something. What Jesus is trying to get us to see and to understand in this passage is you should be more compassionate because you haven't got over yours. You should be a little bit more compassionate because you still got things that you're not you haven't fixed yet. You should be more compassionate when you are talking and trying to help your brothers and sisters, not judgmental, not coming down with the sword, like as if you are perfect. No, we, we, none of us are perfect. All of us are flawed. So when I come to help somebody, I should do it with the right heart. And what's the right heart? Hey, man, I, I, I understand because I struggle with this, too. So I'm not going to judge you. I'm going to help you. Hey, this is what I'm doing right now that's helping me. I see you're I see you're going through the same thing. You're, you're, you're struggling with some of the things that I'm struggling with. And, and, and I can only give you this is what this is how it's working for me. This is what's happening right now for me. And it's working for my life. I, I see myself doing better because these are the things that I'm doing. That's what Jesus wants us to be able to do. Not judge you, not beat you down and then still go and do the same thing. He says, no, that's not how this is supposed to go down. No, that's not how this works. So what is really supposed to be the focus? What is Jesus saying the focus is supposed to be? The real focus is supposed to be you focusing on your problem, allowing God to be able to help develop you. That's supposed to be the focus. That's supposed to be the focus. The focus is supposed to be you walking in your own integrity and allowing God to be able to help you. And as we go through this journey, which we all do together, we're all going through this journey. And we all, as we're going through this journey, we all have our own personal struggles and mishaps and things that we mess up in. 
But while we're going through the journey, allowing God to be able to help us, allowing God to be able to fix these areas and these broken places within all of us, as, as long as while we're walking in this, there's going to be moments where you are going to walk up to a friend or to a brother or a sister or, or someone that you, that you meet on the street that might be struggling with the same thing that God is developing you out of. And in that moment, you have an opportunity to see a little bit clearer because you've been focusing and dealing and developing and strengthening your own self. So then you are able to help them correctly. See, one of the things that this new um, dispensation of time has done to us is we have we have a lot of people that, that are giving a lot of information, but and, and some of them are selling information that they're not even living by. Some people are, are, are pushing information that they're not even putting in their own lives, but they know the context of what they're saying might or might not work. And, you know, but if, if I get a lot of people to be able to buy in, in it, then, then, you know, I can make some income. It's, it's a selfish context. It's not personally where I'm trying to help you because I'm living by this process. No. What, what, what we're doing, what we're seeing is, is, a, is, a, is a season or a time frame where, where hypocrisy is very large because we have people that are not living by the same standards. They're not working on themselves and then helping people while they're working on them. <laughs> no, you, you didn't hear me. We're not working on ourselves and then helping people while we're working. The Bible tells us that we should work out our own salvation, meaning there's going to be work that you have to put in, in your own stuff. That's stuff that you got to develop out of. You're not going to, this is not an overnight thing, having a relationship and walking in a relationship with God and then thinking that everything that you struggle with is going to disappear overnight. That's not reality. This is a process. This is something that we walk out together. We're, we're a family. And in a family, we, are, we do this together. We, hey, listen, I, I, this is how I got over that. This is how I, you know, this is what I did to get over this. This is what I, we do it with food. You call your grandmother or your mom or auntie or, or cousin. Hey, hey, how did you cook that dish? They give you their recipe so that you can be able to cook a dish that is delicious for your family. It's the same process. I need you as my brother and my sister, as my friend or as my cousin or as my neighbor. I need you when you see me struggling. Don't come and judge me. Come and help me. You, you, I need you to hear me. When you see me struggling with something that you struggled with or something that you're dealing with presently at the moment, I don't need you to judge me. I need you to come and help me. I need you to come and help me. I want you to be able to judge what's right and wrong. This is what we're dealing with. I need you to have judgment in the aspect of you know what's right and wrong. You know how to be able to do this correctly and incorrectly. Yes, I want you to do that. This is what we've been teaching our children. This is what we teach kids in school, right from wrong, how to judge what is right and what is wrong. Yes, you see that what I'm doing is wrong, but you did the same thing. So now when you see me, don't beat me down. Come and help me and say, listen, this is how I got over that. This is how I was able to walk through this. This is how I was able to make it over that. This is how. And while we are doing this, this is in the same process 
of you and I working on our own selves. So let's read this again before we close, because I think it's great for us to be able to see this again in the Passion Translation. You're being hypocritical and a hypocrite, but first acknowledge your own blind spots and deal with them. And then you'll be capable of dealing with the blind spot of your friends. This is helpful for all of us because all of us have these situations. All of us have these scenarios in our lives where we are struggling in areas. But I believe it's beautiful that God allows us to be able to have people that come into our lives that he says, I just want you to help them. Just show them love. Be compassionate because you know what it means to struggle. You, you understand what it means to go through. You understand it. You know what this means. And so I leave you with this. And this is what I want y'all to do. Just do this this week. Take advantage of this week. Take some time and look and examine you. I mean, we know majority of this stuff that we know and we see within our own self. But let's let's take some time this week and examine ourselves. And let's say, where are the places that I'm struggling? And let me start putting in the work to get over these struggles, to be stronger so I can beat these things that I'm struggling with. And let's do this together. Let's do this as a family, as a group, collectively. Because as we are developing and strengthening ourselves, I promise you, you will have the opportunity to help someone else get over the very thing that you're struggling with. Understand this, and I am done. Understand this, that every word that we hear, we are responsible for. And as we are doing the work, we all will have opportunity to be able to walk in love and help someone just like you. Thank you all again for coming on to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I pray and hope that you enjoyed this conversation. Before we get off, make sure that you like this. Send some more love. Um, for those, again, that are watching on YouTube, please make sure that you subscribe and continue to be a part of these conversations. If you want to continue to follow me, you can make sure that you follow me on all of the um, uh podcast platforms on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. For those that get on, when you get onto these podcasts, make sure that you leave a comment so that I can be able to hear from you. I would love to be able to hear from you. Thank you. And I will see you all next time right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast every first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I love you all. And I'll see you next time. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.